Hey everyone, thanks for joining um, our event today. Uh, so today's event is a conversation with Falguni, who is a member of the community and has been an avid practitioner of Nichiren Daishanin's Buddhism uh, for about 16 years. So we're just going to have a conversation with her to kind of understand her practice and, and learn a bit about her journey. So um, yeah, thank you all for joining and thank you Falguni for willing being willing to share your story with the rest of the community. Um, thank you so much for inviting me. Of course, <laughs> it's a pleasure to have someone like you on board. Um, so uh, yeah, you know, we can start with uh, the basics so everyone kind of has an understanding of, of, of what exactly you practice, you know, what is Nichiren Daishanin's Buddhism? Thank you so much and hello, hello, hello everybody. Nichiren Daishanin Buddhism is a life-affirming humanistic philosophy taking actions based on respect and dignity for all human beings. To really uh, explain the essence of the Buddhism which we are following, Buddhism is the conviction which have within us the ability to overcome any problem or difficulty that we may encounter in life. I mean, daily life, it's not about, you know, it's, it's very different. It really works at a very deeper level, at a fundamental level. And potential is what we, as Buddha nature, a state of life characterized by limitless courage passion. Nichiren Daishan in Buddhism empowers us. Weaknesses transform our karma lives of Dichan Buddhism which enables us to tap the highest potential in our lives value each day Buddhism was Shakyamuni Buddha also known as Gautam Gautam of life in Lotus that the Lotus Sutra is the ultimate teaching of Shakyamuni Buddha. The Lotus Sutra asserts the inherent dignity and equality of all people and indeed of all life. Nichiren Daishnan crystallized the teaching of the Lotus Sutra into a concrete philosophy and established a practice suitable for all times. The Soka Gaka International, which is an organization, has made this philosophy accessible to millions of people around the world. The first step to Nichiren Buddhism is to chant Namyo Renge Kyo each day. Namyo Renge Kyo is the law that permeates all life and universe. The Sanskrit title of Lotus Sutra is Saddharma Pandurika Sutra. It's translated into Japanese as Myoho Renge Kyo. Nichiren prefixed nam, meaning devotion to the title Namyoho Rengekyo. Actually, the meaning, the translate means I devote in English is I devote my life to this mystic law of cause and effect. So simply put, Namyo Rengekyo is the name of this potential Buddha nature within our lives. To chant Namyo Rengekyo is to call forth our Buddha nature. So by chanting Namyo Renge Kyo, we awaken to the reality that within our, uh, within our life is unlimited reserves of wisdom, courage and compassion. And that we are in fact Buddhas. And the world. So Namyo Renge Kyo is a declaration of the inherent dignity and power within the lives of all people. So this is a beautiful essence of our practice, you know, the how, how it helps us to manifest our Buddha nature and deal our daily life beautifully. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that background and, and sharing a bit about the practice. Um, there are a yeah. couple of things that I'd kind of like to touch upon uh, though so because I feel like we should still kind of 
uh, stage for 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 everyone listening in. So, how did your how did your spiritual journey lead you to this this practice? Okay, so I would love to share my wonderful wonderful journey. Uh, so uh, first of all again thank you so much for giving an opportunity to share my journey in faith that has led me to realize true happiness in life so i was introduced to nichiren daishonu daishonu's philosophy 16 years back by my friend when i was seeking an answer that about what the purpose of my life and battling the feelings of worthlessness and loneliness within i was very fearful anxious person low in self esteem and confidence when i reflected when i reflect now i realized that i had layers of beliefs anger pain hurt resentment and totally dependent life in spite of doing other spiritual modalities like reiki self development workshop i continue to feel low and lost so when i joined nature and darshan's buddhism my life gradually changed With the practice of Namyo Renge Kyo, I started feeling happier. Could handle my daily life with confidence and courage. I chanted Namyo Renge Kyo, the ultimate law of universe, regularly. Attended meeting where we study and understand the teachings, the concepts, share experiences. Also study the writings of Nichiren Daishonin as well as the guidance lecture of our Soka Gaka International President and our mentor Dr. Daisaku Ikeda. As I continued to practice, I could see huge changes in my environment and life. My perception towards certain issues and people were up, which upsetted me in the past had changed. I also found courage to face the world on my own. because my relationship with myself changed the practice set me on the path of seeking an invincible life state of happiness the most valuable change and realization that i got through this practice is that i am a buddha and so each and every person around me in the midst of challenges i was able to reflect inwards and realize that i possess the buddha nature I realized that my chanting and seeking the true meaning of life in this difficult situation I can bring forth my life condition of buddhahood. Buddhahood is not some other worldly existence. It is the same you with a life state characterized by limitless hope, joy, courage, determination, wisdom and compassion. So by chanting namyore video you are in rhythm with the universe which gives you gives us courage to challenge our circumstances and what happens it gives us the wisdom to make the best decision and manifest your highest potential that enables us to surmount any problem or suffering we can break through any impasse and keep moving forward in the direction of hope and justice what touched me the most about the practice of nichiren's buddhism is that it concerns itself for the happiness of both oneself and others the spirit to pray and work for the happiness of others regardless of one's own problem is an integral part of our practice through chanting for others we are able to make great causes and expand our life condition when we are able to put someone else before ourselves and instill the same hope and courage our problem ceases to be a problem and instead functions as a stepping stone to changing our karma to mission so we view karma as a mission when we chant someone for the life state of buddhahood and begin to see our problem as a means of giving hope to others so the concept of karma in buddhism is It is not passive and fatalistic. Nichiren Daishonin taught that the through the power of faith, Buddhism teaches that we have within ourselves the potential. We have the power within us, the potential to change our karma. Namyo Renge Kyo is the cause. So when we chant Namyo Renge Kyo, like the meaning is, I devote my life to this mystic law of cause and effect. So every time when we are chanting, we are making those wonderful causes. Means I will devote, I devote. That's the causes that which we are making. So Namyo Renge Kyo is the cause for changing our karma. It at a fundamental level. So to transform the heavy negative, if we are facing heavy negative karma, 
accumulated from past lives and receive receive its effect in a much lesser form if in this lifetime how through blessings one gains by protecting the law by embracing propagating and working for the mystic law by reaching an expansive life state to empower others we are able to call forth extraordinary level of determination courage and wisdom to triumph over our karma so the most beautiful part of this practice is which i had my own uh, thinking that i cannot i mean karma is all you know it stays this is my karma and this is what i this is my destiny but when through this practice through making good causes through believing that i am a buddha you know you have the power to eradicate your karma at a fundamental level so with immense and continuous support from the members of the sokagakai i was able to take complete responsibility of my life and challenge rather than begrudging complaining or bellowing in self pity from a coward housewife to a courageous confident real estate consultant and a better human being i approach all my life issues through having harmonious dialogue with people look inwards for my own tendency and find my own buddhahood i have overcome immense health karma difficult relationship and family issues my life is no longer a series of overwhelming hardship but a wonderful opportunity to lead a victorious life um thank you so much for for sharing that kind of realist and heartfelt story on 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 your on your journey and kind of how the, the transformation that took place by virtue of this of this practice and and i think that was really really beautiful um yeah one thing one thing i would like to ask you um in general is cuz you have a lot of people who explore different practices and you know uh, before nailing yeah. down what what it is that you actually resonate with or follow like it can be difficult um let's say do this do like follow a practice on a daily basis and also apply principles in your daily life so can you talk a bit about how you do that like how do you implement how, how did you kind of start implementing this in a day by day basis and how like embodying this practice really you know because i think that's always an important point yeah so when i had my challenges and my, i had my uh, own these negative tendencies of feeling low and all that when i start initially got connected to it i initially saw truly lot of benefit because when i chanted regularly and we have a wonderful organization where uh, you know we we support each other and we, we have members who have been uh, practicing for for many years who share their experiences who have uh, shown proof in their life and that's how you, uh, you know we we encourage each other like just today i shared my experiences how it i helped help me to change my life at the deeper level because this is a very profound practice it's a it's a very deep practice which has which is from the lotus sutra and you know it has come from 13th century but the point is we really need to study to understand to have that faith have to be have a wonderful uh, sokagaka international support you know the the organization support where we bond with each other we support each other so that you know we understand the practice at the deeper level and then when i got into it i initially started seeing amazing you know my perception towards life changes my reaction became better i, I, I responded to life rather than reacting and I, that is why i saw that something initially i just i said i mean namyo ringe ko i mean i i don't resonate with you but i was being uh, encouraged to you start chanting start chanting and you know have that complete faith when i chanted because i i truly saw that change my approach towards my relationship started changing and that's where when i started studying because when you study the concept when you understand that the way we have a beautiful concept of life and environment so whatever is happening in your environment if it's upsetting you you take responsibility to change it because the change within you will bring about change in your environment and when i saw this most one changes in my life i said this is the practice which i am resonating this is the practice which i am 
seeking that what is the purpose of our life beautiful part of this practice is that you know you are going through your challenges and then when you come across a person you are you share this this is what i have overcome come and join this practice and i will pray for you we pray together so that purpose of your practice is to spread the love and and then ultimate uh, uh, is the amount of good fortune that you know your life starts blossoming you really understand the practice very well and you you get that clear path that this is what my path is this is what my purpose is. yeah nice so yeah so so it's, it seems like as a verb by virtue of really resonating with this by being regular with Absolutely. it um yeah you realize that this is really your path and this is what um it's it's clear to you that this is what you need to continue doing Absolutely. um yeah uh, um so you were when you were talking about when you were talking about uh, the practice before you had mentioned things like you know enabling one to reach the highest potential and like kind of let's say show yeah. like ultimate compassion um yeah. and and yeah. like battle this loneliness within i think that's yeah. these are these are very yeah. important points yeah. so yeah uh, could, would you mind elaborating a bit on on those things or the the points of like compassion so, tapping into your potential yeah. and that so like yeah we, we already have this wonderful qualities within us first of all the problem is that we don't believe in it because we have our own beliefs and our own understandings our own judgments of our life but through namyo ringekyo you know when i chanted like here it is written very beautifully in one of the book that when we chant namyo ringekyo we are able to bring forth the power of mystic law the mystic the power which is which is there in the universe and that power is within us then from from within our life so um the microcosm of our individual lives harmonizes with the macrocosm of the universe so when we are connected to the universe and namyo horingeko is the buddha's language i'll just give you a small uh, understanding what is the meaning of namyo horingeko so nam means derives from the sanskrit word namu means to devote oneself myoho means mystic law the eternal truth or the principle that permeates all all phenomena and we all are the entities of the mystic law so myo is the name given to the mystic nature of life and ho is its manifestation now what is ringe ringe means lotus sutra the lo- the lotus is the only flower that seeds and blooms at the same time and so symbolizes the simultaneity of cause and effect so it also represents the inherent power of human life to utilize suffering of or problems which is that is the mud because a uh, lotus always blossoms in the mud water muddy water it will, if you put it in the swimming pool it will die so this is what in the in, in the sufferings and problems positively as nourishment to bloom as a beautiful lotus untainted by the muddy muddy uh, pond and kyo literally means sutra the voice or the teaching of buddha it represents the eternity of life when we chant namyoho rengekyo it is we are actually saying 28 it is the essence of 28 chapters of lotus sutra it is that powerful every mantra has its own power and its own energy this particular mantra also has this intense essence of 28 uh, chapter of lotus sutra which is preached by shakyamuni buddha so the the intensity of this uh, this chant is very very powerful and and when the primary practice of nature is to chant namyo rengekyo and when we chant we are connecting to the law and whatever is in our heart we get we when we get that life force you will see that if you chant for 10 minutes and we don't chant it chant in our mind we chant it aloud so it is you know it's it's a buddha's language it is it is uh, you know uh, the voice does the buddha's work so when we chant namyo rengekyo aloud rather than performing a silent meditation words have their own power and when we chant we speak the language of buddha we are connecting to the universe and believe me your life state which is from the which, which nowadays in this saha world in this latter day of law a life state is very low but when we chant our life state you know actually starts bring forth the potential so i the person who was not doing anything had layers of fear 
anger, being hurt, being criticized. But when I started praying for myself, when I realized I am a Buddha, I can, you know, create my own destiny. My life state attracted the right things in my life. The work of real estate came. The family in my in my family, people saw that you know Falguni can do something. The respect started coming, which I which I was you know missing in my life. I'm not I'm like a doormat or what you know. So when I my life state was so high that I attracted the right things, which would make me more and happier. So this is the power of Namnyorengito. And and not only that, it's not only you know I'm feeling happy. When you start chanting, when you start working for others, when you help others to connect to the law, that makes helps us to make our true causes, which helps us to eradicate our karma, for which for many many lifetime it follows us. So you know it is a very complete practice. It it gives you that uh, you know uh, 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 change something in your life. So the, our biggest uh, one of our very important concept is human revolution. So if, whenever I had an issue, I would blame people. This one is doing that. This one is not appreciating. But when I started chanting, I realized because my leaders would say, reflect in your life. What is it that you need to change? And that's when I realized that I have a deep rooted fear. You know, then my life state, and that's how you tap your potential, and that's how this real estate work came. I could do so many. I started my painting, whatever my desires, whatever my dreams. I had, I had that confidence to do it. That is the power of Daimoku. That is Daimoku is chanting. Daimoku is in Japanese. We say that Daimoku, but it's chanting of Namiyoringi. That's how it worked in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, nice. That's 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 beautiful. I mean, I think it's it, this touches upon a very important. Uh, basically, we are we are our own biggest tools of kind of um, absolutely. Let's say let's say achieving whatever it is we want, right? As you yes. said, like for instance, yes. you yes. you transition from somebody who probably wasn't very confident in in yeah. in, in their own yeah. ability to somebody that was. And I think you talked about this at the start where you said. Um, one's your own microcosm of yeah. your reality started resonating with the broader macrocosm around you right and so right. it's it's really it's really uh, uh, it's really about what we we tend to a lot of if we tend to kind of look externally for this sort of uh, yeah. but but i think that it's it's super important for people to recognize and realize that I mean, all change comes from within, and I mean, these are words we've all heard over and over yep. again, you know. Yeah. But we still tend to go and seek these external things, even, even for instance, um, let's say even the intention when first seeking, let's say a practice or or, or whatever, it it, it 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 may be like, oh, I need this, I need this for, to to kind of better deal with my own reality. Whereas, uh, um, I, I think it's very important for people to recognize that. Um, that we we ourselves are are the biggest are the biggest tools for transformation in our lives. So this this and this ties into something else you spoke uh, about in terms of um, uh, in terms of transforming your own your own karma uh, and to, yeah. to change your own karma. So uh, do you mind talking a bit about how um, Nichiren Daishinen view uh, Buddhism views kind of karma and 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 yeah how how you how you view karma and how how it's kind of helped you. Um, yep. Change yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So that's a very because this was the most amazing part of because we Indians like really are uh, have our set beliefs and understanding of karma. This is my karma and this is what my life is going to be and I cannot do anything about it. And uh, so that's that's where I real, when I studied the concept of karma that you have the power. To you know, not only to eradicate it, but to change it at a very deeper level. Because for many many lifetimes, that karma is following you. Because it is a very strict. Like karma is. As well as from the good and bad causes we are made in this lifetime. So karma shapes and influences both our present and future. So what? So what is it? It's all about created by our thoughts, words, and deeds. It manifests itself in our appearance. 
behavior, attitude, good, bad fortune, where and how we are born. So it depends upon what karma we have created and that's how we are born and whatever we are going through. So very often we all think, I am doing my best, I am not hurting anybody, but why am I going through all this? Why I have this relationship karma or this financial karma? What is it that I can do? Why? What is it? What is it that? What is that fundamental darkness? What is it that negative tendency which I need to break? Because that particular tendency is following with you with a many many lifetime. So the law of karmic cause and effect operates over three existences: past, present, and future. And it is the karma formed in past life that accounts for the differences with which we are born in this world. The karma, however, like everything, is in the constant flux. We create our own present and future by the choices we make each moment. Okay, so, so this is how we create our karma. So, Buddhist concept of karma does not encourage resignation, but empowers us to become the protagonist and take charge of our life. So, okay, but the beautiful part of this practice, as you pray. You discern your true self. You discern that this is the problem I am in. This is the, I have this tendency of being arrogant, ego, egoistic, or being too anxious, stressful, fearful. You know, these are all negative, which is which is stopping. Which are all these blocks, deadlocks, which is not helping you to get your victories in life, your goals in life, because this is where you need to change. So here, unless So Buddhist Buddhism does not consider one's karma or destiny to be fixed. So as our minds change from moment to moment, even habitual and destructive tendencies we possess can be altered by varying degree. So Buddhism teaches that individuals have within themselves the potential to change their own karma. So one of the benefit, this is the biggest benefit of this practice of faith and practices, lessening one's karmic retribution. Yes, of course, it is very strict. The, the the law of cause and effect is very strict. You have created a cause, effect is immediately there. But this means that one will experience the effects of bad karma from the past to a lesser degree. Why? Because when we are chanting, when we are working on ourselves, when we are uh, uh, you know taking responsibility of ourselves. Uh, with the power of our wisdom, you know, it, uh, and uh, and most important is it reduces the effects of one negative karma through doing good deeds and accumulated good fortune. Because when our life state is high, we are aware that we are disrespecting people. We become very aware about our thoughts, words, and deeds because that life state makes you aware. Naturally, the the reactions are are, are lesser. And thirdly, one can diminish that which I have shared that. That karmic retribution through through protecting the law, through embracing and propagating this law. It's not about you know forming a cult or anything. It is all about if I can be happy, if I can change my karma, I can help you pray with you, chant for you to connect to the law and overcome your karma. So this is these are the causes which we are making when we chant. Also, we are these are the causes when we are working for the law. These are the causes. And which helps to to have the lesser effect of our karma. Suppose if you know you are met with an accident, uh, 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 the only thing is you may get a little hurt in your leg or this thing instead of the massive uh, damage to you. So that is the lit- uh, lesser effect that we face. So it really, it is a very, very, you know, very powerful effect of because to eradicate the karma and to face it at a lesser is a is a fantastic, you know, because that really brings us lot of happiness and clarity about our goals and targets in life. Yeah. Um. Beautiful. I think I think one very important thing that that you share about I think a, a misconception that even I've I've suffered from before is like you know pri- when you hear the word karma first um, yeah. we, we kind of tend to think of it as more like long term like let's say it's either like oh my good karma from this life will will translate into my next or I will I will see a return for my 
for my let's yeah. say again again my yeah. good karma now a few years down the line or when i'm older or whatever but i think you made such an important point about karma literally it's a moment to moment thing like you as you said you know like kind of, kind of the law of cause and effect like what is your intention what are your thoughts what are you what do you Absolutely. like what are you what are you that is that that ultimately is at the crux of what you are able to manifest or not right i mean what is your moment to moment yeah. like intention and interaction um with uh, yep. with 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 your own reality so um i think i think that's a really really important point and and one thing that one thing that you did mention uh, before is that by virtue of this of of this practice you you kind of started um responding as opposed to reacting to yes. to, to, to your reality so yep. so could you yep. could you just touch upon like the distinction so, uh, uh, because somewhere if you are reacting you are not respecting that person you are not even listening to that person you are uh, just because whatever the whatever your life state is you just re- re- react when you are responding means you are listening to that person right um, when you have prayed correctly yeah then one more thing about the karma i want to say also the biggest thing that we can do in our karma to eradicate is if you have created and if we have made okay i reacted very badly you in our evening prayers which we say two of the most of the very important chapters we recite in morning evening which is called gongyo in the morning we start the day that you know today we will have the we determined to have the best day in the evening we apologize you really need to apologize if you have hurt anybody or if we have reacted and truly have gratitude of people who are actually giving you trouble because of those people in your life you are chanting more for their happiness for and your happiness so these are all the ways of eradicating you know the truly to apologize you know if and that is our biggest prayer that if we have hurt anybody by thought for then deed in past or in present you know we truly that repent when we repent from our heart and pray for that person's happiness believe me the karma really really sure yeah that 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 makes um that makes a lot of a lot of sense um now uh one thing one thing that i also would like to ask you is so i mean you know why chanting like why oh how like you know chanting is clearly at the at the crux of this practice like yes, yes, why yes. why is chanting so important in terms of being that modality of helping you connect with let's say yourself and 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 the the, the world around you in this way that it that it has helped you and and anyone who really does follow this practice so why why is chanting at the crux of at the crux of this so uh that the main uh that is the essence which nichiren daishinen gave and that when he realized that people are still looking at outside external forces to be happy and you know he gave them that essence and that time during 13th century nichiren daishinen was really persecuted by the other priests and the, the the lords over that time they didn't allow him to propagate this law because it was about being self alone spirit that i have the power to create my own life to it and not depend on external forces and the priest and all to make yourself happy so uh, you know uh, he gave this essence that this is this is the lotus sutra has the power to tap your buddha hood uh, so naturally he gave that essence and he brought this essence of namyo horenge kyo which is the uh, essence of 28 chapters of lotus sutra so when we chant you know when that when we chant we are able to that again and again has that bring forth that mystic power within us that is the power of this namyo horenge kyo so when you bring forth you can handle your daily life with wisdom with courage and come we have wisdom we have that courage and we have compassion within us but it always fluctuates with with our you know with the stimuli that we come across if somebody makes us angry or somebody makes us happy it it fluctuates but when your life state is high you know you get a very balanced form of wisdom courage and compassion that is the power of namyo horenge kyo that is the whole essence of our the crux of our practices namyo horenge kyo and you know really it like initially 
he, he, I used to wonder what is this that this is you know I mean that we are Indians we do so many mantras okay one more mantra but the power of this mantra because we don't even close our eyes we we say it aloud all our five senses are activated and we are actually connecting to the universe means so that we discern things we see the clarity of our life and our environment so what is it that I need to see with wisdom courage and compassion and that is the power of so that is the main and yes of course in this Taha world in this uh, latter day of the law it is very difficult because the world is going through so much of crisis and so many problems so naturally it pulls us down so that is why we need an organization to support each other the members to support each other to do because it's a very difficult it's not an easy thing to overcome your karma to work on yourself we need that constant support of each other so we have a very complete practice over here where there is a support where there is a clarity this is how it works and the actual proof, the, the discussion meetings which we have every month is where members share their experiences, how they have overcome it, how they chanted through it. Like during this pandemic time, we have chanted the whole of SGI, that is Tokagaka International in the world and especially BSG, which is Bharat Sokagakai. Chanted 40 billion daimaku, it's not about the uh, counting, it is all about to bring about that that life state that people don't get despair and they get that hope to handle this situation in this kind of crisis. And this practice is not only for yourself, it's for the world also. But it's first of all, is we have to bring the peace within you, the happiness within you. And that is the ripple effect that goes into the world. And that is through this Nam Yohari. Yeah. Got it. Um... So I think uh, one one other one other misconception is sometimes people tend to think that you know going down this path can, is is often like a, a, a solitary one or a lonely one. But it seems like again by virtue of being part of an organization like Soka Kakai, yes. um, you really that support is really important as well, right? And, and this Very kind of pro provides yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. One other, one other, one other interest, one other question that I would like to ask you is, so what does, what does enlightenment mean in, um, in nature and Buddhism and how can one kind of work towards achieving that? Yeah. So what does enlightenment mean in nature and Daishin? Nature and Buddhism means manifesting that life condition of Buddhahood. Okay. So that. And, and that life condition doesn't happen. We need to keep chanting and practice diligently, right? So the general perception of enlightenment is what? That it is only, can be attained only by saint and sages. And that too, that only, and that too after death. But it is also presumed that it is a state that is extremely difficult to achieve. You know, like I know, I mean, when I was a child, okay, you know, only Buddha had enlightenment. He was awakened and involved, or, but... And you need to do involve a lot of austerities to practice over many times. But this view was completely overturned in the Rotas Sutra, Chakyamuni's ultimate teaching on this nature and Daishan Buddhism, which is based on this. So according to the Lotus Sutra, all people, without exception, are, are inherently Buddha. The point, the problem is that we don't believe that we are Buddha. That, so this is what he very clearly that we all have inherently Buddhas and have the potential to attain Buddhahood. So Nichiren Buddhism makes a rare state of enlightenment accessible to all, irrespective of social standing, nationality or gender. Who again I will come back through the practice of chanting community. So what it happens, this highest life condition of Buddhahood or enlightenment, which is characterized by wisdom in finite compassion, courage, joy. Please try, you will see that joy will start admitting. None of the challenges can bog you down. You know, that joy, that complete freedom which we all are craving, which we all are seeking. And you know, and it helps you from the suffering of karma. So here, the purpose of our faith and practice is to realize this state of eternal happiness. 
and since enlightenment is a life condition it's not that life like life state so just now after 16 years of practice overcoming so many karmas you know and really having so many victories i can you know i i actually you know tell the uh, challenges okay come come i'm ready i have my tools of namuring it i have the power to overcome it you know uh, because that life state is there because now that 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 smile which you see in the victory of another person that person who is going through despair and you can see that hope on that face that is enlightenment that is that life state that we are you know all seeking so you know this is what so attaining but buddha who does not mean becoming a special being or having an halo halo around us in this state we still continue to work against and defeat the fundamental negative functions of life That the, the negative functions which stops us all our victories, and we, it helps us to transform all difficulties into causes for further development. So we can that is again. So we, through our chanting, we can tap that limitless power of our life and not give in to defeat. The biggest thing is when you start chanting and a huge challenge is coming. The main thing which comes into our heart, I am not going to be defeated. That conviction is there in these prayers because in these sixteen years I have seen huge victory, especially relationship which I used to have fear, which I used to have my own judgments and all. And then I had that life state. I could have a dialogue with that person. I could understand that person is going through their own karma and how I can be there in his. each other's life because there is a karmic relationship and that when we we start bonding and have amicable relationship that is where that is again enlightenment so that life state gives you that joy that that that, that fulfillment of life that purpose of life of being happy and making others happy yeah uh that's beautiful you know cuz you you're giving again again when people when you when, when there's the idea of like when you think about enlightenment like people then think of like somebody who's going and meditating in the mountains yeah. by themselves or, yeah. or, or yeah. You re- as you said you're you're a special or you're like a special kind of being or something like that. but this is a very kind of simple and beautiful definition of what it is which is basically you like helping yourself and helping others at the end of the day and like seeing that tangible change is something that Is, uh, and it's a moment. It's a it's a it's a constant thing. It's not like a a, a one time state where okay, I've reached this state. I'm enlightened, and that's it. No, yeah. but it's 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 as you said. You know, it's a constant kind of thing to to help yourself and help others, and to kind of see that to kind of see that change. So that, that I think that was really, really, yeah. really that, that that's a really powerful definition. Um, yeah. Um, so I would yeah. like to say thank you so much for sharing <laughs> your 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 kind of story in such a heartfelt and passionate way. um yep. it really resonated with me and i'm i'm sure i'm sure uh, some others on the call as well uh it was really nice to hear your journey and 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 even learn a bit more about the practice uh, specifically yes. um so at thank this you. point yeah thank you so oh, thank you very thank very much you. <laughs> i know it's so wonderful i'm so passionate about it because i have seen you know i've seen the lowest moment of my life and the highest moment of my life and i've come to this beautiful middle way where you know i get that absolute happiness it's not relative happiness it's absolute happiness in being happy and making happy so i think it is i'm so grateful to all of you to give me this opportunity yeah thank you and where we're equally as grateful to you if not more uh yeah. Yeah. thank you thank you yeah. it's been a real pleasure so you know at this point what i would like to do is i would like to open it up to uh, any of our listeners um who are kind of listening in and and to to, to ask any questions of of Falguni if you have of of of, of the practice or of uh, regarding to her journey or any kind of concept okay. she may have discussed that resonated with you uh yeah so go ahead and and you um feel free to ask her um anything that may be on your mind
seriously, <laughs> no questions, guys. <laughs> Don't be shy. But I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe everyone's just kind of taking it in, right? I mean, shared so much. Yeah, um, there is a website also. If they want to have more details about it, it's gi. dot org. You cannot get all proper possible details from there. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Uh. I think we can give. Now practice this. You know what is what is in your heart? Are you disrespecting him, or are you just saying it's okay? You know, you're just nodding. You're not just. It's not an insult to that person, but if you can just give a smile or anything, also it's fine. But if if there is a kind of a uh, you know grievance or the, some kind of uh, you know disrespect to that person, then of course you have made a call. But if it's uh, like it's okay, I mean you are busy and if there is no intent in your heart, then it's fine. Yeah. So because sometimes we are not aware that we have made those causes in uh, that thoughts worse than this. I mean, I just feel oh, I have done everything great, but uh, you know, you know, when you are praying, when you chant, and you reflect on your day in the evening, you realize okay, this is that. Just now you shared it because you felt it, right? So it, 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 that is something. If you have felt about it, just just say apologize in your heart. That's it because you didn't mean it, but it just didn't happen. So it's all about what is your heart, what is it in your heart? Are you respecting that? Because that is the main thing. Each and every person is the Buddha. It has that uh, beautiful Buddha nature. Let it be a, a security man, or let it be a richest man, or let it be anybody. Everybody has that Buddha nature, and everybody is. Is going through their own karma and and for a purpose they all come in this world. Now if we are encountering even that's what the beautiful part one of our leaders that even you brush aside a person and you look back and just you know say okay what is it why why you you know brush aside so harshly you have made a karma but if you have just not reacted and you have just smiled by responding the the karma is over with that man so that fits the karma. Which we are not aware, but when you pray about it, does else uh, have any questions they'd like to ask? Um, okay, so I think uh, somebody also DM'd us uh, the question uh, to to kind of ask you ask you uh, Falguni is yeah. how does how does Buddhism view uh, how does your how does Buddhism view happiness? So the the Buddhism views happiness is is not uh, uh, again it's that you know that two points which I said it's not related like if I have you know my son is doing very well and and I'm feeling very happy about it not that happy the happiness is when in spite of your challenges you still have that conviction that I can overcome it and I will I'll be able to you know uh, handle it. Uh, That is the relative. That is the absolute happiness that which we view. I'll just uh, share some very beautiful points, uh, which is which is I have written it. Just give me a second, please. Relative absolute is fulfillment of our desires, having a wonderful partner. Find children, or it may be getting the home or a job we are long for, even fame and position in the society. These are all relative happiness. There is joy, even exhilaration, but this is 
splitting, transitory kind of satisfaction because it is completely dependent on outward factors, our circumstances. So this desires no no limit and their allure are can fade in an instant when we compare them with what others may have. Now, however, through the practice of Nichiren Buddhism, we can achieve a state of true happiness. This is that beautiful question. We get true happiness that offers complete fulfillment, a state where one can proclaim with joy and confidence and one is happy at all times, even in adverse circumstances. You know, like when whatever challenges you do, if that life state is that conviction is there that I will pray, I'm going to chant and I'm going to definitely overcome it. That is that absolute. So such happiness is not transitory. That sounds more like faith. Yeah. So absolute happiness is attained by developing a state of life characterized by powerful life force and rich wisdom, which enables one to overcome any kind of hardship. So when we can overcome it, that conviction is there, that faith is there that I will overcome it, then you are already happy before you can overcome that challenge. That is the absolute happiness which Nichiren Daishan is teaching. Yeah. Sorry, somebody was asking some question, yeah? No, I just I just said that that definition sounds more like faith. Like faith? Faith. Yeah, faith like is a confidence that you're gonna make it no matter what, like faith. Beautiful. That it's gonna turn out yes. okay. Faith whatever, yeah. Um, yeah, so all in all, uh, yes, I think, Sandy. yeah, oh, sorry, uh, sorry, uh, did I cut you off? No, no, it's okay. no, 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 thank you so much. No, no, please <laughs> go ahead. Uh, sorry, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't know if you were speaking or not, but yeah, I no, think all in so. all, all in all, I think that, um, that kind of wraps it up. Um, uh, thank you again so much for, for your time, uh, this evening and again, sharing your story in the way you did. And thank you, everyone who attended um, and, and was a part of this experience as well. Um, as always, it was great, uh, great to have you on board. Thank you. Thank you for everybody. And thank you for giving this lovely opportunity.